Hello and welcome to 12 Weeks, a weekly podcast where two friends, Haider, that's me, and Abdul Mahsin, keep each other accountable for the goals we want to achieve, projects we want to complete, and habits we want to develop. Why 12 weeks? Because one year is too long and 30 days is too short for meaningful change. In 12 weeks, we can write books, launch businesses, or lose a good chunk of weight. We share tips and tricks as well as discuss our struggles and celebrate our successes. Listen in for a dose of learning and inspiration. Hi, Abdul Hassan. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, and uh, welcome back. Ah, thank you. Good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, do you need uh, a vacation from the vacation? Or you're good? <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. Okay. Um, no, I, I, uh, I get back to work tomorrow, which is a Sunday, and I came back uh, on Wednesday. So I gave myself a good three days to relax oh, and okay. rest. Okay, great. Yeah. And how was your trip overall? Uh, it was great. It was great. Uh, I was out for 16 days, and I think uh, uh, three were three of the days are ones where uh, that I want to forget. Oh. <laughs> hashtag Hashtag Park Junior. But <laughs> otherwise, we're good. Otherwise, we're good. Okay. Yeah. Three out of uh, 16 isn't bad. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I was told that uh, some babies um, relax on airplanes uh, because of white noise or something, uh, you know, the jet engine. Um, and that was the case with uh, with my son. So I was glad. Oh, okay. So the three days weren't uh, traveling days. Oh, no, 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 no. Just random days in the middle. Yeah, actually, the traveling days were great. <laughs> he's, he's the type of person that gets... Um, uh, how should I explain this? Uh, and he relaxes uh, on on trips, even even uh, road trips, three, four-hour road okay. trips. He just relaxes okay. in the back in the car seat, yeah. So I need to continue this uh, detour a bit because I'm interested. Uh, is it okay. because of the... <laughs> The movement, or is it the noise? The noise in the background. Mm, I mean, on the airplane, it's obviously the noise because he can't see uh, outside of the window. Um, okay. But yeah, so so uh, uh, we rented a uh, like a minivan, uh, yeah. and uh, my my son sat in the third row in the back. Um, uh, and so I, I couldn't see him when I'm driving, but uh, my wife tells me that he's always looking out the window, just seeing things pass. And uh, so, okay. yeah, and, and so when we stop at the traffic light, he's, uh, he, he gets upset. So I'm thinking it's because of things moving, I think, partly. Okay. Yeah. Because it would be interesting to experiment with that at home, like, uh, because there are some uh, apps that do that. Uh, generate white noise for example mm. um, and like just to see what the response is like yeah we uh, we actually tried i don't think it was an app i think uh, we just uh, youtubed uh, white noise or something uh, oh, okay. when he was 
Yeah, when he was uh, about a month old, uh, much younger, uh, it did work. Uh, but now it doesn't any it doesn't anymore. Okay. Yeah. He knows the trick now. Yeah, I think I think so. I think so. Great. Yeah. Okay. So this is the end of our twelve weeks. Oh. Hashtag shedding a tear. <laughs> Hashtag retweet. <laughs> okay. uh, reflections. Impressions. Um. Hmm. Uh, okay, so I expected to accomplish more than I actually did. Let's start there. Okay. Um, I mean, I, if I recall uh, on the first episode, uh, my goals were to uh, make a sale for uh, Tray, the physical product I'm developing. I didn't do that. Um, uh, there was a guide that uh, I was working on, didn't finish yet. Um, what else? Oh, I said I was going to play football again because I had this uh, nagging injury. Uh, I did, but then aggravated the injury by playing. So I'm not wow. again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess uh, I, I expected to accomplish more than I actually did. And the 12 okay. weeks went by really fast. Like when you told me last week that... It was, okay, so once you told me that this is uh, halfway through uh, on the sixth week, and that caught me by surprise. And then again, last uh, episode, you mentioned that uh, this was the second to last, and that also oh. shocked me. Yeah, that was surprising. Yeah. yeah. What uh, about you? But uh, what do you feel yeah. could have uh, been done differently? Like, how could you have approached it in a better way? Or what was the the problem in the first place? Was it... Uh, like overestimating how much you can accomplish or you could have accomplished what you set out to accomplish but didn't manage? Okay, so uh, in all honesty, I mean, I don't want to give myself excuses when it comes to, um, let's say, finishing the guide or making a sale with the, uh, with the tray. Uh, those, are some, those are things that in, in a span of 12 weeks, for sure would get done uh, and they didn't. Um, but things like uh, recovering from uh, from an injury, um, I think it was the third or fourth week uh, and I actually felt like I was ready to get back uh, and the doctor gave me the green light uh, and I did, but then it, it got re-aggravated. So th the difference I guess is that with something like that, um, uh, I don't know if you would call it a goal like to get back on the on the field just because like you might be ready and then you try it, you try it out and you realize that you're not. Um, so some things are out of your hands, basically. Um, and then obviously when you re-aggravate uh, an injury, it's again out of your hands. And so you have, let's say, six weeks remaining to achieve that goal that I set for myself. And it becomes unrealistic just because, okay, once it's re-aggravated, it's going to take probably two, three months. So... Ah, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I, I guess um, uh, one distinction that uh, is clearer to me now 
uh, is that with with some goals, once I set the goal, uh, I need to know what external factors will affect uh, the completion of that goal uh, and just be okay with, you know, uh, not accomplishing it because, uh, you know, something external happened. during during the period where I expected myself to accomplish it. Uh, like what? Um, like like uh, uh, like with the injury. I mean, uh, I I should have been ready to go, and uh, uh, I prepared myself well for it. Um, went through the medications, the rehab, mm. uh, everything. Um, uh, and then it turned out that I wasn't wasn't ready for it at the time. Mm. Um, so I, it's not like I'm putting the blame on someone else. Let's say, for example, the doctor that gave me the green light. It's not like that. I mean, you you just check everything and you think, and you think you're a go. Um, uh, but then you know. So, uh, yeah, and when I and yeah. the thing is when I re-aggravated the injury, it's not uh, like uh, so. The injury is a bit complicated. Uh, so without overcomplicating it, it's it's um, it's an injury. Uh, big toe Sorry, uh, where it connects with the foot itself. Uh, uh, it was cutting um, up a bit, so and it's not like I twisted. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so uh, without complicating the injury, the injury is basically okay. uh, where the big toe connects to the foot, uh, and so it's not. It's not like when I when I went back to play uh, that one time. It's not like uh, I twisted it or um, someone stepped on it or anything. It it just you know, it just wasn't ready. I knew it right away. Uh, and then it got inflamed uh, again after uh, after I finished playing. Um, but yeah, for, for, it's not bad luck. It's more of just uh, I wasn't ready at the time. Um, so uh, so for things like that, if, if you like, in my case, I set a goal that in twelve weeks I think that's enough time uh, that I'd get done with my rehab, that I'd strengthen that uh, injury. And then I'd be back playing football. Uh, and I think 12 weeks is a reasonable timeline to achieve that uh, with the degree of injury that I had. Um, but something external, uh, even though I got the green light and everything, um, it turned out that, no, I wasn't yeah, and, ready. And these are things that are um, kind of hard but yeah. uh, to determine beforehand. Like... Uh, from your vantage point, it seems like it's something that you're kind of overcoming and like you should be fine. And then and then you realize, you discover that actually you needed more rest or um, like uh, you're still prone to injury. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um uh okay uh, this was something i wanted to talk about and and it's related to what uh, you know the question you asked is um 
how would you do things differently or um, how would you set yourself up uh, differently to achieve goals in the future? Um, I'm reminded of a, uh, a book by Scott Adams. Ah, I forgot. I think I it's uh, the name of it. Wouldn't be uh, I'll, I'll pull it up now. But basically, the yeah. Okay. Uh, th- no, that's the other one. I I didn't read that oh, one. Yes, yet. yes. No, uh, actually, no. It's it's the other one. I think it's. Uh... I wasn't. My favorite. It's, it's like how to win by. Uh, wait, Scott. Yeah, yeah, how to fail at almost everything and still win big. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, I'm excused for not remembering that title. I, I still had to win yeah, and big. How to fail so at almost everything and still win big. Uh, it's a... <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I No, because he, he has another uh, book called Win Big League. Like and, and I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, but I, I didn't read that one yet. Uh, but okay so anyways um, in that book uh, he brings about this concept of goals versus systems Um, uh, and I really like that Uh, I forgot about it when we started this uh, podcast so I so I did make them like I didn't take his advice uh, around uh, achieving uh, uh, the things you set out to achieve um, and so basically what he, what he talk, what he advocates for is that you should um, uh, set up systems for yourself that help you eventually achieve your goals. Um, but then you measure uh, progress uh, by how often you exercise the system. You don't measure the outcome. Um, so for example, Let's say you want to uh, lose, uh, drop 10 kilograms, for example. Uh, your goal shouldn't be, uh, let, let's say you're 90 kilos. Your goal shouldn't be, I want to get to 80 kilograms. It should be, I'm going to go to the gym four times a week. Or I'm going to, I, I will only have one cheat meal a week. Okay. Okay. Uh, with the first, with the first uh, statement, that's a, a goal binded by an outcome, okay? Which is I want to go from 90 to 80 uh, versus I want to go to the gym four times a week. Um, I want to have only one cheat meal a week. Uh, that's a system that will help you achieve that uh, outcome. Uh, and, the, and the reason he advocates for that is because... Um, uh, if you set your if you set your goal based on the outcome, uh, then you will feel that you have underachieved up until that one single moment yeah. in time where you hit that uh, goal. You know At the, that single moment where you hit that eighty. The entire journey will be miserable up until you reach yes. that that goal. You know that 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 outcome. Whereas whereas if you are exercise like if, if you if you set your goal as i want to exercise four times a week um every time you you complete a week with uh, four workouts um you get that yeah. uh rush of accomplishment you know uh even though you haven't gotten to that outcome yet but you will enjoy the journey more um so yeah. that's basically I the concept we, we uh, talked about this that he explains our early um, uh, calls 
like we mentioned the distinction between like lead and lag goals and like oh, do we? okay targets uh, but then the challenge becomes yeah yeah صح. Uh, how to maintain those systems and how to be reminded of using or uh, referring back to the systems uh, because you know sometimes you know like you need to focus on uh, yeah. specific habits but if for example you've set too many habits for yourself uh, you may end up not recalling all of the habits that you want to work on yeah uh yeah i i agree with that um, um and i i don't believe that uh, his intention was that this is i mean if you switch from uh, outcome oriented goals to system oriented goals that that's like the um uh, that's your ticket to accomplishing everything you want to do in life uh, it's still hard to keep those uh, uh, to maintain habits it's still hard to achieve what you want to achieve um but it's a simple like yes trick or switch for you to measure your progress uh to to know if you're headed in the right direction um and i i'm i'm going to give uh, an example from the fr- mm-hmm. uh, from two uh, goals that i had set for myself during these 12 weeks so one was uh i want to go to the gym four times a week and uh, one was uh i want to finish up the guide so i want to have a guide done um with the with the with the i want to have a guide done uh, goal that's outcome oriented you know so even now at this point my my guide i i did not complete it uh, it's not yet ready however throughout these 12 weeks i have written a lot like i, I have written considerable amount of work uh, some of it will be or could be part of the guide some of it not uh, but if i continue writing i will eventually have that guide completed you know but since i set the goal as i want to have a guide completed now 12 weeks later it's not ready yet so i feel like i didn't achieve yes i didn't achieve the goal so it's like binary it's zero or one whereas i yeah whereas had i had i set the goal as um uh, i want to write 500 words a day i think you're doing something like yeah, that right 200 With words the, what's the website called 200 words a day yeah so uh, had i used something something like that uh i think i would have been in a better position now um versus just yeah. saying that i want to have a guide completed in 12 weeks um yeah and, and so and so contrast that with the other example which is uh, go to the gym four times a week uh that's system oriented So that was, yeah. I think that was the, the right way to set up that the goal sense. for myself. Um, so some of my issues, uh, yeah. the, the thing is, um, for my 12 weeks, I had a few uh, health habits that I wanted to stick to, uh, as well as um, uh, creating and launching six online courses. And I didn't manage to do any of that. Um, and the reason for that, so, uh, yeah, I would say when it came to health, I wasn't consistent. Uh, when it came to uh, the online courses, I kind of, uh, I made progress in the sense of actually uh, creating the outlines. I started working on uh, one of the courses, uh, but then 
like uh, I pursued the opportunity to create an email course, which was during uh, the month of Ramadan. And uh, uh, because I wanted to test out a certain model or a, a certain kind of offering, which is um, an email course possibly tied to a coaching program. Um, so I, I was curious about that idea. And then uh, because mm. during Ramadan, people do get like a, a productivity slump, I thought I'd uh, use that as an opportunity to test out this idea. And then the feedback was positive. So I kind of uh, reconsidered what my target would be for the 12 weeks. And I started thinking about at the... Um, uh, the email course instead of an online course. Uh, now, uh, for me, what I found interesting and like just trying to kind of uh, uh, explore what obstacles I faced, uh, I think there were some uh, uh, some activities or um, uh, even like um, accomplishing the goal. I think I had a fear of failure uh, because the online courses or uh, creating content means a lot to me. Like I, I feel like I, I want to create these courses. I like uh, a lot is dependent on, on achieving this goal. Uh, I don't uh, want to see, uh, like I don't want to uh, experience the prospect of it not living up to my uh, expectations. So, you know, I was kind of resisting launching the, uh, launching the online courses because in my mind I wanted to make X amount of money but subconsciously I was worried I might not make that amount of money and I don't want to see that prospect you know so I, I think part of that was uh, resistance uh, caused by fear of failure uh, and then there are some things some activities that I didn't feel comfortable with or I didn't feel uh, I could uh, I could uh, f uh, like do properly, such as um, creating the videos for the online course. So uh, to me, I wanted to switch to email because uh, that's a more comfortable medium for me. Uh, and, and given the fact that I already launched something and I knew mm. uh, how, how well it was received, uh, to me, it made more sense to, uh, to uh, switch to email course rather than uh, the online course um, but like for the mo most part I think like my impression of uh, uh, the 12 weeks in general um, uh, so fear of, fear of failure definitely played a part uh, resistance towards certain activities um, I didn't have like a clear uh, daily reminder of, of the habits that I wanted to build and I said a few times like uh, I, I really need a checklist uh, uh, for me like uh, to reference on a daily basis. Uh, when I did that, I stuck to most of my habits. Uh, but then I kind of like when I didn't have that reference point, I like uh, I kind of completely abandoned uh, my habits. Even my writing streak, I like lost it a couple of times because I wasn't checking. Like I didn't have that checklist where where it says, uh, for example, write 200 uh, words a day. Uh, the, uh, actually, I did have the list, uh, but it, mm. uh, like, 
that visible. Like I, I forgot to check that list. So I ended up not like, you know, being too conscious of the actual habits that I want to build. Um, I think uh, also an, uh, another thing that played a part is mm-hmm. um, uh, having commitments beyond uh, the online course and the content creation. And I kind of felt op- obligated to do those things. So uh, in the span of the 12 weeks, I was productive in some areas. Like I did manage to get lots of things done, but they're not uh, related to the things that I, that I personally uh, wanted to get done. Um, and uh, again, I think like um, I got in my own way in the sense of uh, not acknowledging how important this is to me and making time for it. Like I should have uh, just... Uh, and I, I mentioned this a few times, but again, it's, it's kind of hard uh, to commit to it when you feel like, uh, you know, um, in theory, um, it makes a lot of sense to say I'm dedicating X amount of time. But in practice, when you feel uh, a sense of guilt or uh, you're not able to focus because there's something else that's nagging at your attention, I felt that I needed to give these other things my attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I just want to point out something and co- correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I I think that um, uh, with creative uh, endeavors, like goals that are uh, that relate to a creative outcome, uh, we face um, we face hurdles that, uh, yani, uh, are beyond just finding time to do it, you know? Uh, whereas for uh, non-creative uh, uh, activities, the, the, if there were to be a, an obstacle, it would be just that I didn't have time or I didn't dedicate enough time to it. So for example, uh, going to the gym four times a week, the, only, the way I see it, the only way you would not accomplish that goal is because you, know, you didn't give it, the, the time uh, it needs and you didn't dedicate four hours that week one hour for each day and so that's why you didn't uh, achieve it whereas uh, as you're saying with things like um, getting those online courses out um, the the bigger hurdle is this uh, fear of failure or it not living up to your expectations uh, even if you potentially have time to uh, complete it like it needs 12 hours there are 12 hours you know hello did i hello can you hear me can you hear me <clears throat> yes i can hear you okay did i get cut off i don't know just slightly you were talking yeah. about that but having 12 hours and then yeah, yeah. So, 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 so I don't know if you feel the the same way, uh, but yani, looking back at it, I think with with uh, uh, with goals that require creativity, with activities that require creativity, it seems to me that the hurdles are beyond having the time to 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 get them done, um, versus 
versus activities that are non-creative, like going to the gym, uh, the main hurdle is just like clock the hours in, you know? Yes. Uh, like sometimes you need to, to feel um, like you have mental space uh, to be able to focus on the task or, uh, you know, you feel like um, you're kind of in the zone to be able to come up with ideas. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. So, and, and, and I think that's, that's, I think the mistake that we both fell, uh, or yeah, we both fell in, is when, when we started these 12 weeks, we both looked at the time, roughly, that we had in these 12 weeks, uh, and you decided that I can, I can get six courses done, uh, and I felt that I can get uh, this guide uh, done. Um, and I mean, literally, there are enough hours to get six courses completed or have a guide completed. Uh, but but since they are like creative uh, projects, it, it's not solely about whether or not you have enough time. Uh, and I think that's the mistake we made. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, I also uh, believe uh, had we set like... Uh, uh, it's not so much as in available hours. It's more of the environment around the work that uh, you need to get done. And maybe like ways we can ease ourselves into it. So, for example, uh, if you feel like you're doing multiple things, working on the guide and checking email or uh, working on the guide and the newsletter, uh, you may not be giving the guide like the full attention it deserves. So for me, mm. for the most part, when I was working on, uh, when I was working, like wh whatever time slot I would, would have considered as work time, um, I, for the most part, I wasn't dedicating it fully to content creation. It was always, I have to, uh, like I felt obligated to do certain things and then uh, whatever time remains, uh, I'll give it to the, uh, to creating content. Uh, and, and I think that's like a big uh, part of the problem. Uh, and the other thing actually recently, so uh, what I'm thinking is um, what I should have focused on is uh, launching something no matter what um, sort of uh, a course correction I need to make as long as I uh, reach a point where uh, where I've launched something. So in the past few days, like I was uh, trying to focus uh, on launching like anything, um, and uh, and so this this was my uh, thinking. Initially, I wanted the email course to be self-paced, uh, where like there'd be a button or a, a link at the end of each email for you to say, okay. Uh, I've done this task I've, or I've uh, uh, completed this uh, this email uh, for you to receive the next email. Like if, if you don't mm. press that button, you're not going to receive the, the mm. other email. Uh, but honestly, I didn't figure out how to do that functionality. Uh, and I felt like it's going to complicate things in terms of when are people going to actually finish the course? Like if you've joined uh, today, I would, I, I want to be able to tell when you've uh, you've completed the course so uh, in 30 days i should consider you to have gone through the entire uh, course so being 
self-paced might be a bit difficult for me to track. And let's say, for example, somebody said, uh, did not complete an email, did not complete an exercise within an email, uh, and then they put it off for another week. Technically, I have to start thinking about the follow-up emails uh, for them to to get back to uh, like uh, going through the course. So it was going to complicate things. So I decided I'm yeah. not going to include uh, this button idea. Um, and then as I was working on the emails, um, I realized that uh, in my mind, I was thinking of completing all the emails, writing the whole uh, course for 12 weeks and then launching or and then announcing it. So I said to myself, no, I actually need to just finish at least seven emails uh, so I can feel comfortable knowing that people are going to go th through like the the introduction. So uh, the way I've uh, planned it out is that the first seven emails are for free. Uh, and then um, like you either sign up or, or you don't. And at least you would have benefited for seven days. Or if you wish to continue, you can uh, receive the rest of the emails. So I said, OK, uh, I should uh, aim just for seven uh, emails. Uh, and then, but also to set up the landing page and uh, the payment links. Uh, I researched a bit on how to, to set up the payment. And again, like there were several options and I kept opting for the simplest thing to the point of saying like mm. uh, at the end, because it wasn't, I, I wasn't able to get an automatic integration. I would say on the website, you will receive the first email the next working day uh, or the next day. To at least say, like, to give, to set the expectation that things are not going to happen automatically. I have to do it man manually myself for the time being. At least I'm, you know, I, like, I'm, yeah. I'm looking towards just launching something. Um, so, like, yeah. I made a, a lot of these adjustments. Uh, and then, and what's interesting is that, like, there are some things that I didn't account for the complexity of it. Uh, and then when I sort of dug into it, like, uh, one example is um, I wanted to, to have the landing page or the description of the email course uh, on the Sirdab Lab website. Uh, but the, the theme that we're using for Sirdab Lab is really difficult to, to customize. Like it's trying to make it easy, but it's forcing a design that doesn't go well with the landing page. Uh, so trying to, to get that to work uh, ended up being very difficult. And then I, I decided to use another domain, um, which is actually named after the course. Like it, it would have uh, made it a, a bit clearer in terms of how, it, how it's associated with the domain. Uh, but that had like uh, a sort of full e-commerce platform called uh, WooCommerce. Uh, and then when I wanted to remove WooCommerce, it turned out that it was part of the uh, hosting plan. So removing it uh, like mm. added a bit of complexity. So again, like I was trying to maneuver uh, as much as I can towards the simplest path possible for me to, to launch as quickly as I can. Um, and like I told mm. you, I, I wrote, out, wrote out three emails and then ended up accidentally, accidentally. Yeah, they got wiped up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, 
I just want to like uh, I want to I want to open this up a bit for discussion, uh, and we'll get to you bashing uh, ConvertKit, which I know you want yes. to do. <laughs> uh, but 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 before before we get there, um, uh, and I'm gonna sound a bit annoying uh, here. Uh, from the beginning, you seemed like you were set on uh, an online course. Right, and then you wanted to simplify, so you uh, well, you experimented with a an email course, right? With with not with an email course, but sending emails, and you found good yeah. response, and so you you decided that okay, I'll make an email course uh, where it's where it seems like it's two parts, and the first part is uh, seven emails, and it's free. Yes, am I, yes. am I right? Yeah, and 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 then to get the rest, you have to like click a button or somewhere, and then you you pay, and then you continue. You get the the remaining uh, emails. Um, why why haven't you uh, considered just making it into an ebook, like a free part and then a paid ebook? Um, okay, so uh, for the first chunk of the twelve weeks the online course that I was working on is a writing course. Uh, and then I switched to um, a, uh, the productivity sort of uh, uh, email course, which was productivity was one of the topics that I wanted to cover within the online courses. Now, the thing is, for the productivity, I actually have, I've already written an ebook, but I wasn't comfortable with the quality of the ebook, because I thought it, uh, I I thought there were two things. That within the ebook, there there are some uh, missing components. Like I wanted to um, guide people on how how to make the most use of the ebook itself. Um, so because the ebook covers ten different aspects of uh, productivity or ten a- areas related to productivity, uh, but I didn't want uh, readers to feel scattered. So I wanted to emphasize on, okay, understand the landscape of productivity and then uh, try to identify in what areas like are you struggling the most and then focus on the biggest uh, changes you need to make within those uh, 10 areas. So don't worry about working on all the 10 areas at once. Um, you have like within the ebook, I wanted to explain this and I thought that explanation was a bit deficient, so I didn't want to launch with the ebook. Okay, um, and uh, okay. Th- that was one part. The other part is that uh, the ebook also, like, going through an ebook requires a time investment, and if you're struggling with productivity, you may not be giving yourself that time to actually go through an ebook. Um, so, as a format email seemed to make more sense specifically for the topic that I chose. For productivity, if a person mm. is struggling with it, then it makes sense for them to, to uh, get support in uh, like daily, uh, short daily doses. Okay? That, that was the mm. uh, theory behind mm. it. Uh, uh, which is why, uh, and there was another reason, which is the, the pricing, like with an ebook. Um, the 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 price would be much cheaper than uh, the email bundled with a coaching program. That was one of the sort of mm. uh, the offerings I was thinking of selling. 
so yeah, these are the main reasons for like why I decided to switch uh, from online, like not pursue the ebook, and then online course, and then I went to the email course. Yeah. Okay, that makes that makes sense. Um, I'm starting to think uh, of different like um, content types, like uh, like what would be uh, beneficial. Because what I'm trying to get to is um, uh, j- um, just to see if 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 uh, we usually try to complicate or overcomplicate the uh, delivery um, as opposed to. Uh, keeping it simple and more importantly uh, uh, reducing the things we need to learn or the skills we need to learn in order to publish or yeah. ship the thing we're doing um, so in my mind uh, in, in my mind uh, the ebook is probably the simplest way uh, even if you just uh, you know put up uh, Microsoft Word and write out the the emails into a Word document, and then you know convert to PDF or convert to I think EPUB or whatever the extension is for uh, for an ebook, and then you're set. You know, someone can download it and 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 read it, um, uh, and you've shipped it basically. Wow. Um, but yeah, I guess you you want it to be more of like a have a, a drip effect. Um, so a daily sort of email send, something that's automated with sequences. Yeah, but you know, I think hmm. uh, like, uh, again, just thinking in terms of content or uh, product creation, uh, I think what would be easier is to actually not begin with uh, an ebook, uh, because no matter how great of a writer you are, writing can be a, yani, intimidating. Um, what makes more sense maybe is to do a presentation and then record that presentation and then use the transcript as a basis for an ebook. Um, especially if you feel, if you struggle to speak in a natural way when writing, um, giving a presentation would mm. allow you to be a bit more conversational uh, in tone. And it, mm. uh, my impression is that it's easier to set up in terms of giving a presentation rather than. Uh, writing an ebook, creating an online course, whatever. Uh, actually, if you want mm-hmm. to create an online course, maybe recording a presentation you give can be like the core for a, um, like an online course you want to create. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so it's uh, yani, uh, the decision of uh, whether ebook or online course or uh, an email course uh, basically boils down to the to the individual. So in in my mind, okay, uh, Haider has uh, you know rights. Uh, so why not make that the mode of delivery? You know, uh, and I understand that email is also written, uh, but in this case with an with an ebook, then you do then I mean it's it's easier to set up the payment. It's easier to to sell basically online. Um, but yeah, you don't get that uh, drip effect. Yeah. Hmm. No, and the thing is, uh, yeah, like, uh, part of sort of exploring my options in terms of ebook, uh, online course, and um, email 
uh, as like you said in terms of my strong suit i think i'm good at writing uh, but also mm-hmm. as a format uh, ebook feeds into every other offering so having an ebook that's supplemented uh, or supported with uh, an with like a series of emails makes sense having an online course that's supported with emails also makes sense you know what i mean like having an online course where you sign mm. up and then you get an email that says okay in the first lesson we talk about this make sure you go through the the videos and then you know like that becomes email becomes part of the conversation around the online course because even for me mm. not as a content creator but as a content consumer uh, i've I've signed up to to online courses or I've bought ebooks and didn't go through them. So having yeah. an email to support with this and like for me a big concern uh, would be are people actually benefiting from the product. So t- to me it yeah. seemed like ebook is would feed into any other offering I I would want to provide. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tricky. Uh, and I think we discussed this uh, before, you know, making the decision uh, regarding the format of uh, of delivery. But uh ease of uh packaging it, uh making it ready to ship, uh including uh, setting up the payment, uh, I think goes a long way to deciding because you know, as you're going through you're going through it uh uh firsthand. You, you don't want this thing to be delayed because uh, because of you know packaging issues or or set, how, how do I set this thing up? How do I integrate payment? How do I make this thing work? Yeah. Right? Um, no, yeah. but uh, so uh, uh, where I am right now, like uh, my focus is to make sure that I'm able to ship something, and then finding shortcuts for every every aspect of the launch uh, to make sure at least I make something available. And then I, I want to optimize mm. each aspect of the, uh, of like uh, the, the offering in terms of, okay, uh, automating uh, or connecting, integrating the payment with um, uh, being added to the email course. Um, and then maybe the landing page is not going to look as beautiful as I want it to look. Uh, let's say, for example, the the available packages, instead of making it design, initially I'm going to have it as bullet points, uh, let's say, okay? And, and then I say, okay, mm-hmm. at least I have I have something that's available online where people can subscribe, and then I'm going to change, I'm going to make improvements to every aspect of it. But at least I have something that has shipped and people can can make use of. Yeah. What if, what if, okay, this is my last attempt at helping <laughs> out. What if, uh, what, what if you decide that you are not going to monetize directly from the emails at all, all of them? Um, uh, and then you only monetize through the supplemented coaching? Uh, and for example, the uh, uh, the videos or ex- or the videos that uh, go more in depth. Uh, 
the reason I say this uh, is because then you can have the emails ready, all of them, uh, and uh, and start shipping it. Uh, and as people are you know, uh, engaging with it and things like that, you, you've already shipped. Uh, and in the background, you're working on preparing the paid part of it, you know? Um, and then you can monetize in, in that way. Um, oh, uh, that uh, does make sense. Uh, I have a couple of concerns. Uh, one is that uh, I I want, uh, like, uh, as much as possible, I want the content that I create to be passive. So I want to be able to uh, generate money without my active involvement. Now, the coaching, so there are, like, um, I, I was working on a few packages. One package is, uh, it's called, like, the solo package, where you just receive the emails. So there isn't any follow-up. There's no uh, uh, additional support. Uh, and if, uh, and this is like set for uh, relatively cheap. Uh, if a good number of people sign up to that package, it means I don't need, like, uh, if that becomes a good revenue stream, that means I can move on to creating other content uh, that also becomes passive. I don't want to mm. depend entirely on uh, active revenue. So I don't want to always be making yeah. money wh when I'm uh, providing uh, the coaching. Okay. And mm. the other thing is I don't want to like uh, set the expectation that an email course, especially one that includes like 30 emails or like for 12 weeks, that would be 84 emails. I don't want someone to feel like they can get that amount of content for free. Uh, I, I did that yeah, initially for like the 30-day experiment and the emails got sent out to around 30 people. But I, I did set the expectation that this is just an experiment and like I, uh, there isn't a way for you to actually sign up to that experiment once it was over. That's it. Now there, I'm not conducting that experiment. I've moved on so there isn't a way of getting those emails mm. for free yeah so there was a like a, a sense of urgency yes. yeah. Now. Yeah. Mm. yeah it's tricky uh, those are a lot of emails uh, i didn't i didn't do the math how many total 48 84 84 yes <laughs> okay you did a huge discount on there it's past my bet okay um <laughs> uh, 84 yeah that's a lot i would i would yeah <clears throat> i would definitely make that paid yes for sure uh, so back to the yeah. emails that i lost yeah it's, it's a tricky decision yeah so the emails that you lost let's tell us the story yeah. story time so mm. the thing is like i don't want to bash convert kit i think it's a, a great product it just had a couple of um let's say design flaws um uh, so basically last night I was working on uh, three emails uh, and one of the emails as I was writing it out, I reached around uh, 500 words or 600 words for just one single email. And, and then uh, I worked on something. I, I don't remember what it was, like indentation or something. 
and then the page froze so i couldn't do anything on the page uh, and when i opened a separate page uh, it didn't show the third email like that email did not exist okay so i had lost one of mm. the three emails i was working on uh, today i made some mm. adjustments to one email and then the other email like uh, i realized i'm going to merge two two emails okay uh, so basically i i fleshed out three emails uh, last night one i i lost and then i added a few more emails just as like for me to figure out what the sequence is going to be but they didn't have any content so i wanted to to delete one of the emails that wasn't going to have content because i realized uh, as like a subject line for that email i'm not going to have a separate email for that i'm going to merge it with with one of the emails mm. that i wrote last night so trying to delete okay. the other email i actually deleted an email that uh, i had worked on last night um yeah, so i i lost that and uh, uh, uh so convertkit like as a product like uh, uh it gives you like a confirmation when you want to delete are you sure you are are you sure you want to delete that uh, <clears throat> sorry are you sure you want to delete that email yes and then it immediately d- uh, deletes it but the thing is it's not like you have to pay attention to what email you're actually uh, deleting and it doesn't show you it doesn't say like are you sure you want to delete the email with subject line xyz um and mm. and the thing like even when it comes to deleting you know sometimes uh you assume that you're doing the right thing you assume that you're deleting the email you want to delete uh only when it goes missing do you realize that oh actually this, that wasn't the email uh, i wanted to delete so like there isn't a way to undo it um and usually like yeah. the, the better design practice would be uh not the confirmation but the ability to undo um so but mm. because it didn't have that um functionality i actually lost uh the email and like i felt really stupid uh making that mistake mm. so mm. okay yeah just just so anybody that's listening knows sometimes any uh, once you write something and you get into uh that state of flow and you know what you're writing is good and then you lose it you go through like a cycle of uh you know panic oh i lost this and then you give yourself permission to like okay i'm i'm going to try to recall it and then you write the first couple of sentences and then you're like no this wasn't as good as the yeah. first one and then you lo- and and then you you just lose your uh, yani you lose your momentum that's it it's gone so i definitely know what you feel uh or how you feel my question is with the you you had a string of three emails uh and you uh you said you suddenly lost one of them without deleting uh, right one of them okay uh, so uh, another design uh, issue is that convertkit doesn't have uh, automatic saving it doesn't save automatically and, uh, that so that's what i was about to say it, it does it does it? not it has a button that says save all oh 
I thought it had uh, because my question was were you uh, were you um, were you writing the email with a sequence ta- with the sequence panel on the left? Yes, it was part of the sequence. Okay, because. Uh... Uh, okay, go on. I- I'm going in right now because I think with when you're doing like a single broad single broadcast, I I, uh, I remember there was an autosave. Maybe it's just in the sequences. Maybe uh, maybe in the visual automation. Uh, no, not in the visual automation. Um, uh, when 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 you're writing like a single uh, uh, broadcast, no, okay, uh, so... it wasn't a broadcast. I was creating a sequence. Yeah, yeah, I understand. That's what I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to say. Like if you if you're creating a an email that's part of a sequence, uh, is it that ConvertKit doesn't have autosave when you're uh, when you're doing that as part of a sequence, or does it not have autosave at all? Because I've, I, I mean, most of my work is Broadcast. uh, broadcasts. Okay. No, yeah. I, I've actually not uh, not used broadcast. I was just working on the sequence. Hmm. Okay. I mean, it's still stupid. I'm not. I'm not uh, justifying convert kits. Yeah, there should be like an auto save, and there should be an undo yeah. button. Uh, and um, and the thing is, so it is surprising. Uh, the thing, um, like, um, even as. Uh, for me, as a, a user experience designer, I kind of accept that mm. uh, some companies do have limitations in terms of, like, uh, I'm pretty sure they have a lot of features that they want to add to their platform. Uh, so uh, with constraints in terms of the like the number of developers, the time they have uh, to actually work on the product, uh, sometimes they're they're not able to prioritize certain things in terms of, let's say, uh, including autosave. Okay, or may, mm. there may have been a design decision not to include autosave because uh, of uh, uh, I don't know, like uh, uh, not wanting to save versions, uh, or they want people to have the ability to decide. I, I don't know what the reason may have been. Um, but they do need to take into consideration, like, especially when coming from a different um, platform. Like, for example, if you're used to uh, Gmail, then the assumption you're going to make is that it, this is continuously auto-saving. So, you're, you know, like you kind of lose the habit of saving when you've grown so accustomed to things that, don't, that yeah. do uh, auto-save. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm 100% with you on that. Um, this might make you feel uh, worse about the whole situation, but yeah, if you're if you're simply just uh, composing a broadcast, which is a single email, uh, it does have autosave. It just autosaved for me. So they have so, that functionality, yeah. but it's not where I need they it do. to be. They do. Okay. Yes. Thanks. Not in the sequence, which is which is even yeah, which yeah yeah, which is even more stupid. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's not gonna help at all what I'm about to say. But um, if I were, you know, you already lost what you lost. But um, 
for what it's worth, I'd recommend uh, composing your emails somewhere else and then just exporting directly to ConvertKit. Uh, that's what I do. That's yeah. my workflow. So. Uh, th this is what I'm going to do now. Um, like I'm going to uh, write on Gmail. Yeah. Um, uh, and the thing is like I'm comfortable using Gmail for writing email. Uh, and also... Hmm. Uh, I want to get a sense in the same way when I was working on uh, the online courses, but again, I experienced friction with that. Like, I feel like I, I want to be within the medium that I'm using to communicate with my users or like with my customers. Mm -hmm. So if it's an online course, I try to think about the, about how they would experience the online course. So I prefer uh, seeing the, the course like being fleshed out within the um, the online course platform, for example, um, and the same with email. Like if I think about it on, in in terms of how will people receive my emails, um, it would make sense for me to think about it in terms of actual like writing it out on Gmail as though it's a, a, a as though it's an email I'm sending out to people. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, fair enough. It makes sense, honestly. Um, yeah, I want to defend the convert kit, but uh, yeah, with uh, with that, uh, I can't honestly. Yeah, they shouldn't have that integrated. And I get what you're saying uh, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, their team maybe prioritizing other stuff, but yeah, auto save and undo. Their biggies. Yeah. Like, not just biggies, but uh, basics. You know, yeah, basics of any any. That's that's something that plagues everybody when you're writing something, especially on an online editor, uh, and you know, your computer crashes. Uh, I don't know. Your browser suddenly, I don't know, freezes as well. I don't know. There, there's so much that could happen. So autosave and undo. Definitely should be there from you know, if not day one, day two. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. Uh, at this I point, I definitely I agree. But the, uh, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, but yeah, ConvertKit is 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 great. I mean, for anybody that's listening, uh, it's a it's a really great uh, email marketing uh, software. But yeah, make sure you are saving. <laughs> and deleting what you really want to delete um but yeah okay so moving on now what what um did, did you rewrite those uh, emails that you've lost or are you leaving it for another day or what's the what's the plan forward there? um no i so i was working at a cafe and then i lost one of the emails like the i polished one of the emails that i had written uh, yesterday and then I deleted accidentally one of the emails and then I didn't work on it yeah. since, which was around uh, four hours ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, but uh, I'll get back to it. Uh, the thing yeah. is, like, uh, what I'm telling myself is that um, other people have experienced much worse uh, circumstances than I have. Like, losing an email is one thing. Some people maybe they they've had their 
laptop stolen or they even they can't even afford the laptop and they have to go to like an internet cafe to get their work done uh so for me i shouldn't complain too much about um like um like the challenges that uh, i've faced because i can't overcome them like it's not yeah. uh, i mean it's that's that's the spirit Heider. you're you're recovering I, I, a couple of more hours and you should be back on it thank you you know and uh, i think yeah. uh, swearing uh, helped out a lot <laughs> the colorful language I okay. use. Oh, man. <laughs> the way you deal with things yes. yeah see the, the furthest we've we've gone on this podcast is a supposed uh, supposedly uh, drunk guy in the background that was last episode yes we don't want to go farther than that yeah, yeah that's enough i think i did Let's i did that, that like i gave you a glimpse <laughs> of my colorful language by whatsapp yeah but i got that off my chest and yes. then Yes. I, I yeah. give the, the clean and, and I'm glad you made that decision the podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that's good that's good no yeah the, uh, any yeah things like that I guess uh, happen they do yes but yeah you learn from them you Indeed. learn from them um, just a very uh, any closely related uh, not that I lost uh, something in that way, but um, so I don't write my emails on um, on uh, ConvertKit yeah. itself, um, but I write uh, my uh, like I write my articles on a uh, uh, a Mac uh, um, a Mac app called um, Ulysses. Uh, it's available on the iPhone and it's also available on um, on on Mac. Uh, but recently, what I found to be to, to slowly grow as a as a deal breaker is there isn't a web app for Ulysses, so I can't access my writings. I cannot write from any uh, from anywhere. Okay. Um, so it, it's Ulysses is amazing. It's beautiful. It's paid. I I pay about five, excuse me, five dollars a, a month. Um, but it's really nice. Uh, once you get the hang of how you organize things, uh, all the panels, all the pins, and stuff like that, um, you get into a flow, and it and it really helps you get organized and and right, which is what you're there for. Um, but the fact that there isn't a web app for it is slowly becoming an issue for me. So I am kind of looking for a change in uh, the like the workflow uh, where I write my uh, my stuff. Wow. But yeah, um, need to figure that out. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, sorry, uh, but uh, just recalling our yeah. last conversation, you you were thinking about creating a system uh, where you have like um, uh, your research and like organizing the topics that you're interested in. Uh, and uh, yes. I recall that you were you yeah. started using Airtable. Yes, I was I was exactly jumping into that. Airtable is amazing. It's amazing. No, no, really. You, uh, it's it's very simple, and and it's it's uh, what I expected it to do. It's doing, but as I'm using it, I'm realizing how simple it is and how powerful this thing can become. Um, so uh, we talked about this last episode. Uh, the intention was I wanted to build this knowledge base. Uh, I go through um, 
a lot of of reading, uh, blogs, articles, uh, books, podcasts, whatever, uh, and it's hard to retain all of the all of that information. Uh, and specifically, scars is exam are examples uh, at you know, at the proper intersection of two topics or you know, a specific example that I'm looking for for to complement an article. Uh, and what happens is I, I recall that I, I have an example that would support what I'm writing now, but I, I can't remember where mm-hmm. it is, you know, or I can't access, access it. Uh, and this happens often. So I've been meaning to build this, uh, this knowledge base, something that's, uh, you know, categorized, tagged and all of that. Um, and, uh, we left off last episode uh, where I uh, where I had planned to use Notion for yeah. it. Uh, so a software co- the software called Notion and t- to build this directory. Um, and, and this is exactly what what happened. Okay, so I opened up Notion. Okay, and then as the page was loading, uh, I opened up uh, Airtable. And okay, then <laughs> I looked at. And then Notion, Notion loaded, like I, I logged in and everything. And I, I, I looked at the page and I was like, where do I go now? And then Airtable loaded. And then I clicked, clicked that tab. I logged in and you know, there were uh, these uh, preset templates that were there, like, like buttons. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, I, uh, a knowledge base. I clicked on it and, oh, I have uh, um, sample okay. entries. Okay. Yeah, sample entry, and 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 just like that, one thing led to another, and and literally like fifteen minutes later, I had my directory set up uh, with the um, uh, with the correct fields uh, that I want uh, for each entry, uh, and I had my first two entries. So I was like, okay, there there you go. I'm gonna use Airtable. I'm gonna use Airtable. Um, nice. So yeah, uh, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and, and and okay, so here's here's uh, something I want to mention. Uh, I have my notes app uh, open, uh, and there's a note that I've written on the fifth of May, two thousand eighteen. Okay. okay, and it just says, and it just says factfulness, page two hundred and eight. Fantastic story on process innovation. And that's it. And that note has been there since the 5th of May, 2018. So more than a year. And I've never like moved it from mm. the notes app. I just wrote it down really quickly as I was reading. And then I left it off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then just yesterday, I went back. I was like, oh, factfulness page 208. Let me, let me pull that up. I, re- I read the, uh, like the page and a half. Uh, and and the story was as amazing as I first read it, and I just uh, logged it into the uh, to the yeah. database, and it's there. That's Excellent. It. So you have. And now I'm you're deleting building a centralized one... location for all your notes. Yes, basically, yeah. the The idea is to focus on uh, like examples, references, case studies, um, especially the uh, less popular ones. Um, and ones at the intersection. So with the articles that I write, I like to use um, physical product examples. 
partly because I'm interested in that uh, in that field, uh, non-tech. Sorry, yeah. Heather. And uh, part and partly because I feel like any you know, uh, physical products are more relatable to more people uh, when used as case studies. It's it's just a hunch that okay. I have. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so I'm starting to build this uh, this database now, and uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But so far, so good. Nice. Yeah, I'd love to to know how yeah. uh, like uh, how how much uh, Airtable caters for your needs and this like within this specific use. I, I feel like you're waiting. You're expecting me to to come back or report back in a couple of months and be like, "Oh, Notion! I just moved from Airtable to Notion, and Notion." No, no, I, no. I <laughs> right? actually think it makes more sense. Uh, uh, what might happen is that if, uh, like, Airtable right now serves a, a specific need that you have, uh, but then when you have additional case studies. Or like uh, not so case studies, like uh, use cases of other things you might need. Uh, Notion might make sense then, uh, but for now, it, uh, mm. it seems to me like Airtable would make sense as an entry point uh, to the need that you currently have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, exactly, I th I think Notion. I mean, there are many people that I respect and I admire and I look up to. Uh, and every single one of them is praising Notion. So I'm sure it's not by coincidence. I'm sure that Notion is really powerful. Uh, I've attempted multiple times to log in to give it a shot. It was just too intimidating for me. It's, it seems like there's so much that I can do with it, but I, I don't know where to start. I don't know what where to begin. I had, no, I, had, I had the same thing, uh, exactly the same thing. Like. When I had very, yeah. something very specific that I wanted to do uh, uh, for a few things, like a few projects, I was able to to navigate my way through it uh, through Notion uh, to set these uh, things up, like the documents. Uh, uh, but then, like when I started to think big picture, I felt a bit overwhelmed in terms of okay, how how am I going to actually do this at, uh, using Notion? Uh, so, I, like, I didn't even attempt it. Mm. Yeah, I think it, it, it requires uh, much more investment of time in order to uh, get the most out of it compared to Airtable. Um, the, the best way I can explain Airtable is it's basically uh, Excel plus Access um, combined with a beautiful uh user interface nice i guess that's that's the best way to to explain yeah, nice. it yeah um yeah so so for right now i mean i'm still following out of uh notion and i really would love to use it but i'm convincing myself that it's more about the outcome and what i want to uh, create as opposed to what i used to create it and for now airtable is is it's doing it. It's doing its job, handsome. Okay, great. That's pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so what's next? We finished our what's next uh, season one, so the first twelve-week program. When would you like to start your our second 
12 week program. Okay. Okay. So uh, this is something that I like to do. Um, it's when I'm doing something uh, con continuously. Uh, I want to break uh, the. Um, uh, you know, I want to break the the sequence, the repetition. Uh, just to see how I feel when it's when I'm not doing that thing anymore. Yeah. You know, uh, almost every Saturday we've been having this call. What happens when, let's say, a couple consecutive Saturdays we don't? You know, um, I think it gives us more time to reflect as yeah. well. Uh, yeah, and and to be honest, uh, I mean, we've done what twelve episodes, probably two and a half episodes that I've listened to. Um, I'd like to uh, listen back to some some more um, before deciding on any uh, exactly what needs to change, if anything, or how, how to make it better. Um, okay. Sounds yeah. good. So let's yeah. uh, I, skip yeah. two Saturdays. Uh, yeah, and then... I think so. Maybe just have a catch-up call, like not committing to to another uh, twelve weeks, uh, just for us to discuss. Like, uh, what did we, like, what have your thoughts been on the twelve weeks on uh, moving forward? Uh, do you have any intention to actually do another twelve weeks? That kind of thing, uh, and then we'll see uh, what to take yeah. from there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think any uh, not as a as a publicly like posted uh, call, but like just like a regular call <laughs> between us, um, just to decide on uh, how we'll set up the the next season and things like that, um, and then where do we go oh, from yeah. here? Um, uh, yeah, I'll probably do the same thing I did for this season, where I'll say, let's do just a test call. And then you'll you're add, edit this out. <laughs> and then right? that will be the pilot. Hmm, maybe. <laughs> Full circle. Nice. I like exactly. it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, see, uh, one thing uh, that's for certain is uh, I'll think long and hard about the goals that I'll decide to set for myself. Uh, for the next upcoming 12 weeks. Uh, I felt like now that yani, we've done this, let's say as an experiment, uh, I've seen how things have played out. I think uh, yani, there are a few things that I want to change about how I set up the goals for myself yeah. um, that I want to okay. do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, along with the other no, stuff. That makes perfect stuff. sense. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like I, I need to do some reflection and soul searching and crying maybe about those three yes. emails <laughs> possibly still <Exactly>. okay <laughs> two emails. you're gonna have a long yes. night tonight <laughs> two <emails. laughs> okay. sounds good sounds good thank you very much and i'll talk to you soon all right thank you if you found this episode useful, we would highly appreciate it if you can spread the word and share the love. And if you're inspired to start your own 12 weeks, 
Find yourself an accountability partner and don't delay this any further. Aim for progress, not perfection. It's time to apply what you know to make the changes you want to see in your life. That's it from us for this week. See you next week.